Hi guys. Hi. I'm Ruben. Is that your fifth summon, Kruger? And I'm Lucas, only gay in Swiss. <laughs> last name? Flynn. And welcome back to... Do you give out a last name on the internet? I feel like that's dangerous. It's public knowledge. True. You fool of a I'm talk. Lucas underscore TFD. That's my legal name. <laughs> Follow me on at Lucas underscore TFD on Twitter. On Twitter. Uh, Ruben <laughs> underscore TFD on Twitter. Um, welcome yeah. back to the Face Downs, guys. Uh, this is our bi-weekly um, podcast dedicated to all things TCG related. Oh, shady. And I'm shady. Weekly podcast that we... Um, look, guys. Last week was pretty dead. COVID like- is, is really hard on us. And um, specifically on the, the Yu-Gi-Oh! It's just so hard being a Yu-Gi-Oh! content creator in these times, guys. You have to understand. <laughs> arguably the hardest thing to be. Um, so, of course, it was it was impossible for us to make a podcast in the last two weeks. Yeah, when the only news was um, mech lords. The only meta is our kitchen. And, and you don't want to yeah. be a part of that meta. <laughs> yeah, it's been pretty rough right now, but we're on the up. Um, New Zealand's off to level two on Thursday. So, which means... Uh, uh, which means a slight back, a slight dip back into social interactions. Get your ass back to work, everyone who's been. Um, yeah, it kind of does, eh? It kind of does. Everyone who's been chilling um, on the wage subsidy, but it also potentially means that card shops might open again. Ain't well, that right? I know. I'm very excited. Uh, well, I mean, card shops are already kind of opening. Like we saw with things like Vagabond, they were um, they're like just making sure like everything's being contact traced. Yeah, shout so. out to Vagabond Game Store. Yep, shout outs uh, to all out retailers that have managed to keep it going during these yeah, hard times. I would, I would consider them a, a family, a friend of the show. Yep. Um, friend of the as they fund, well, we fund them we and fund they them. fund us. It's like yeah. a nice mutual a- arrangement. Listen, um, and they, they sell the products. So. <laughs> sponsor us. Um, so, yeah, I'm excited to see what kind of happens. Obviously, we're still waiting for details to be hashed out, but, you know. Mm. No events. There'll be no oh, tournaments no. for like probably a year, I'd well, say. I mean, that's probably one of the biggest pieces of news that's come out even in the kind of week that we took away, it was that they just Konami cancelled or organised event for the foreseeable future. So it means Rocket Dragon Maids are going to be on top of Yu-Gi-Oh! Top decks for another few months. So yes, they um, are. Good news yes, to our Dunedin folk. Yeah, well, they the were <laughs> technically the last organised tournament in New Zealand. Yeah, so. wow. So it's Kings. pretty wild. Pretty wild. I guess, should we just kind of crack into what we've been playing so far? Yeah, what's been being of, built? Um, um, speaking of Dragon Maids, we've been opening a lot of sealed product lately because there's nothing else to do. nothing else to do. Um, um, and making plus, which is yeah, well, a we opened, rare commodity. We opened, not to just turn this into pack opening, but voice, because that's not really a content type. No. Um, open Mystic Fighters, which, hell, that set is amazing now. I mean, like, looking yeah. back... Um, it's, it's aged pretty well. I watched people open that set when it came out and it was just this fundamental feeling of just... <sighs> kitchen or nothing. Literally kitchen or, or Alan Bershon, but like, no one cared, man. It's no. just like, what are you going to do, play Dragon Maids? And everyone's just, now it's like, damn, you could play Dragon Maids. Holy crap. You could play Dragon Maids. You could play Generators, obviously, which is a really good... Yeah, we'll um, talk about that We later. will be talking about Generators because, <laughs> oh my goodness, has that deck just... That deck is just... I just want to play video games. It's like... You said VFD wrong. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, no, Mystic Fighters, I feel like a set that's aged pretty well. And another one that we opened recently was um, the Sisters of the Rose packs. Which didn't age well, but we pulled Lieber, so... Choo-choo! I mean, it did kind of age well because, to be honest, it was only... It, before Eldritch became a like a huge deal, it was really only urgent schedule that was the money card. And everyone's like, well, if you just play trains, you need urgent schedule. You need three of it, which is really, really the rude thing about a lot of those LED sets. Of is, course. Wow, you need three of this card. Did we print much of it? No. No. Um, I will be, con- I'm considering picking up Harpies and obviously Perfumer is a mandatory three of in the deck. And obviously that's a, that's one of the short printed ultras. Um, not as bad as the Libra and urgent schedule, which are pushing like, I mean, what, 60? $60. Which at this point is the price of a budget Yu-Gi-Oh card, I'd say. Honestly, well, that's how much I paid for Ricker, so, you know, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, I'm not sweating over it. Um, yeah, pretty, pretty wild, huh? Yeah. Like, we've, I've also built Ricker, like, as a, you know, shell of what it can be, mm, potentially. Mm. Um, and I'm really excited to see what other support this, this deck gets. Obviously, we're seeing in Rise of the Duelist that Ricker and at Emancipator are receiving support. So, to me, it A, seems natural that Outlitch will get support and B, obviously, leads for openings further down the line, depending mm-hmm. on the popularity. Mm-hmm. Obviously, a huge example of um, popularity down the line was all the release of the uh, Dragon Maid support. From, yeah. Yeah, because we, obviously, we got the... Um, 
Why don't we get an ignition assault for Dragon Maids? We got the promos. We got the we Dragon Maid welcome. Yeah, we got those and we got... Um, no, just just welcome. There was nothing. Welcome? Yeah, no, Yeah, because they were kind of gearing up for um, Ignition Assault with Dragon Maid. Yeah, we got Utgarda uh, for uh, Generators, which is a... Mwah, great card. By Frody and... Um, Devalgus and Nagalfar. They, well, they never had... They were never good. Yeah, they were... I mean, Nagalfar just for the attack. Nagalfar was a 3100. That's true. So, yeah, it's just depending on beat sticks or not. I mean, that being said, if Lopch is on the field, Har is a 4,000 attack point monster. So, mm. you know, you get what you pay for and we pay yeah. for Lopch here. So. But uh, True King of the Generator boss stage is probably my favorite release for Generators in the last um. Yeah, well, I mean, shout two out. level nines and it's, yeah. a, it's, it's a similar effect to um, a card called VFD, yeah. uh, except you play it in Generators and it's... <laughs> Shady. <laughs> it's called um, Utopic Zexel. Who kind of piloted this this idea of McKnight or like a like the well, should we go into legacy? News? I guess there's probably we haven't we've been dueling each other. Well, that's it. Uh, I guess what Adam Anticipators can handily defeat Rika. Yes, and I'm glad to report this to you. And live Shadol, from the kitchen, Winda still hurts Adam Anticipators. Yeah, Winda's good. Um, you would the thing is, Adam Anticipators aren't going to tech towards Shadol's right now because they aren't showing up that much. But yeah. You gotta what? You gotta respect it. Um, no one likes losing to a single card. No, and that's on period. Um, okay, so news. There's lots of news. So Two much weeks. going on. Um, felt like a huge dry spell, and then all of a sudden, so um, much that just dropped been, every day. It's been weird. Nothing meta got announced, and yet everything meta has changed. Yes, like it's yeah. bonkers. Yeah. Um. I mean, I guess our biggest piece of news, and obviously a huge influence, has been all the online tournaments that have been going on. Yeah, it's pretty big, and like we're seeing so many different decks do so well. Obviously, Eldritch is very quickly maturing into a. I mean, it was a competent deck out the jump, but now it's it's a lot more. It's insane, maturing guys. into Sky Striker two. This time we actually OTK, yeah. which is not okay not okay um so it's... good morning to everyone except people who play eldritch because <laughs> in this house we do not stand we decided to build the other two decks from that deck yeah. building archetype so definitely not just lovely. because uh golden lord became a 165 dollar card new zealand regardless piece. of the fact um a bunch of stuff has been announced we'll start we can go in order of kind of like meta relevance so start low yeah and move our way up yeah i um, mean i guess we'll start low Normal monsters. That's a good start. Oh, uh, yeah. They're printing I mean, new Japanese exclusive normal monsters for all of our Forbidden Memories fans out there. Yeah, from all the sweet dolls. I mean, this is obviously not too crazy, like, meta relevant. But, you know, it's fun. Everyone who's played um Forbidden Memories and I, I guess Duelist of the Roses. Like, these are all... these early vanilla monsters. I mean, I don't know which ones are new because it's, it's, there's so many. Uh, yeah. We're seeing here, like, Yaiba Robo. It's just a cube. It's just a cube. It, it, it's it, crap. It is, it is a cubicle machine equipped with cutting blades for shredding an opponent to, mi to mincemeat. Mincemeat? How are you going to compete with that? I don't know. Can't compete with you. Can't fight, compete. Imagine fighting a box made of swords. There's no weak point there. It's got eyes too. There's Look no weak it. point. It's like a, you know, perfect English castle of, def you know, like cannons cannot break <laughs> down these walls. And if they do, you're just going to get cut up by it. Um, so, yeah, that's a bit more of like a nostalgia support, like everyone happy to see old cards. I'm that so are, happy. Yeah. I mean, yeah, for everyone who's played like, yeah. um, the Forbidden Memories, it's who fun, knows, fresh. Special. Maybe it's meta. Maybe a 1300 attack point vanilla is meta. I mean, you can play them in the TCG, so it's not a problem. All um, right, moving on to uh, slightly, slightly more meta. And obviously, this is quite early days. Um, we have an announcement for the structure deck R of Tragunity Drive. So this was a, a structure deck from, oh, goodness me. Uh, how long ago would the structure deck have been? It was... Well, structure deck R means structure deck revised. Yeah, kind of revised, yeah. So this is them taking an old structure deck and hopefully making it good. And just adding new support. So I can just have a quick look at when Tragunity Drive came out. Mm. Um Trinity Legion structure deck. That was the one that came out. So this while you look it up, I can explain what this is going to be. So, it's, uh, I mean, it's not much. Like if you just think of like the Machina one that's just come out. Obviously, Shadow Showdown was a new structure deck, but even like Machina is a really good example because it was just a revamp of old decks. Um, Zombie Horde was a new was a revamp of, mm, pr of previous. This is their new decks. name for. Um, we're going to do this again, but better. Yeah. And, you know, structure decks have changed a lot over the years. I mean, if you look at structure decks. Um, from the original set, they were mainly just a bunch of normal monsters and, and they've matured into what aims to be 
a budget entry into a um, competitive strategy. Mm. Uh, honestly, haven't really worked out that way so far. Uh, maybe the Pendulum one was the best example because that was pretty much playable out of the box. But the um, Shadol one uh, showcased how you know supplementary sets can be really exploited in these structured decks oh. and the Machina as well. Yep. Um, if you look at the need uh, in Shadol's for the Invoked engine or in the Machina one for the Train engine. And extravagance. Uh, and urgent schedule. Yeah. Like these kind of push product, it's different from deck building sets. I feel like deck building sets aim to be self-enclosed to begin mm. with, whereas mm. these definitely push um, product. But hopefully some cool hopefully stuff gets good. reprinted. I mean... Well, I mean, I'm just, I've just pulled it up now. It was released... So, the original Dragoonity Legion, which is obviously what this is going to be a revision of, it was released in 2011. Um, notable cards... I get, I'm just going to scroll down to all the reprints really quickly. Uh, nothing crazy. I mean... I see, like... I mean, card destruction was probably the biggest one. I mean, when we, when we looked cool, yeah. at that last night, you were like, oh, card destruction's a bit hard to get, so... Yeah, I mean, I'm excited to see what they kind of, how they revamp it. I mean, I hope everyone holds on to their um, Romulus from Rising Rampage. Probably yeah. the only good ultra to get from that set, so. Uh, World Legacy. No, that's Secret Tap Strike. No, World Legacy Monstrosity was Dark Neo Storm. Yeah, I was going to say, there's actually nothing. Mm. Um, So, yeah, I think it's exciting to see what this kind of deck can bring and obviously what relevance it can do. Um. I guess we'll move on because it's we don't have any details whatsoever, and it's just really yeah, just, it's just an announcement. It's just dragons and winged beasts. So dragons will always be good. Of course they are. All right, moving up in the in the realms of meta, we actually have some new cards announced. Um, these are going to be jump promos, are they, or are they? It's a V jump promo. Okay. okay. Um, v jump announcement. Yeah, and then I think they're like a like a V pack twenty. So yeah, yeah. So we've got 100 Dragon, mm. Time Magus, Harpy Lady, Scratch Clash, and Jinzo Leia. So this is a really cool, obviously, they're kind of ham, like uh, amping up the uh, mm, mm. support for a bit more of a nostalgic player base. Like, yeah. obviously, these are all older cards from really like a dual, dual Monsters era. Dual. I think, because we're going into an anime with no meta relevance this year. Yu-Gi-Oh! Sevens has uh, expressed itself as being purely focused on rush duels, mm. which are the OCG exclusive uh, dueling style for now mm -hmm. um, revolved around like you know vanilla beatdown essentially mm. um, so the the opening here is that there are no anime reliant sets which has been generally the way konami bases their new release um schedule right? of course yeah like if you look at trick stars gokis cybers rockets altergeist they were all anime archetypes and they kind of gauge the popularity of those in the anime to determine mm. which ones mm. get support yeah um Moving forward, there it's, it's is free no rain. anime. It's free reign. But it seems like they're still um, trying to kind of find a cohesion in thematic mm. um, releases. And the thing that we've seen, well, kind of shamefully or sh shamelessly, I should say, is just nostalgia string pulling, yeah. right? Like we see the first thing in Rise of the Duelist was uh, Gaia the Fierce Knight support. Yep. And I think from that point, everyone went, oh, okay, the new anime is going to have a bunch of retro nostalgia stuff which i think is cool because obviously we've seen it is cool like we were talking about it last night it seems like konami is kind of finally nailing like a nostalgia support mm. like um i mean obviously one of the most recent examples of that would have been the shadow structure deck like being able to take an archetype from duelist alliance mm. and completely revamp it but still be true to its original play mm. style mm. is pretty big like and i mean it's it's a effective way of getting people who played back then back in now. I so. think so. Yeah. Um, the yeah the the sort of best example I think I see of that uh, is still Thunder Dragon too. Like oh my gosh! A card, literally a, a single card that was good. It was actually played in decks like uh, Chaos because it was a light you could just immediately discard discard, discard to grave, um, but hadn't seen play in no decades probably no. and. The idea of taking, like, you know, the fundamental core of um, a card, like mm. Thunder Dragon, discard to grave to add to hand, and expanding it into an entire archetype of um, searches and dumpers is really cool. Yeah. And we're I... not seeing that here. No. These four cards are generic. They're just kind of fun um, additions you could make to a casual deck, I would mm -hmm. say. Maybe, mm -hmm. 
you know, maybe the harpy one is probably the most competitive. To me, I think out of the four, the mm. harpy one is the most com- is the most competitive. But I think it's cool that harpies, and we're going to get into these cards, don't worry. But I think it's cool that harpies, um, most famous for being vanilla monsters with the most broken spell in existence, or one of which, harpies mm. feather duster. Mm-hmm. Their entire archetype still revolves around spell trap destruction. I mean, there is a lovely feeling of, to li- that, of yeah. lineage to the right, of respect for these cards yeah, yeah, um the kind absolutely. of respect that was not given to dragoon of red eyes which has literally nothing to do with dark magician or red eyes playstyle, <laughs> even remotely um <clears throat> but you know that'll come out later we can talk about that for hours probably so four cards coming out of these jump packs these are probably getting more and more important so we can talk about what these cards do how they work absolutely anything synergistic um so I'll begin. I'll read off 100 Dragon. So it's a level 4 Wind Dragon effect monster. 1800, 1000. Uh, second effect is hard once per turn. Um, so once per turn during your main phase, you can increase this card's level by the number of cards you control. And if you do, it gains a heart attack equal to the increase in level times 100. And then if this card is sent to grave, you can target one face a monster you control that was special summoned from the extra deck. Uh, while it is face up on the field, the first time it will be destroyed by a battle or card effect, it is not destroyed. So this is interesting. I think... Protection is pretty good. Obviously, a level four wind dragon, not hard to find. Funnily enough, synergizes really well with dragunities. Um, I think we're going to need to experiment with that one a bit more. I just don't see where this one fits in. I think of all the cards, this one uh, being the only main deck monster. Mm. Obviously, like hundred dragon turb. Like, there's not an archetype for thousand dragon. No. It's a vanilla fusion, and uh, level increase effects are generally pretty bad. Um, it's just slow. Well, they just don't do anything. I mean, the amount of cards that were printed in the uh, Zexel. Zexel era that just modulated levels, you know, all the Gargagars and stuff, none of them are played unless they do something else. And the thing that this card does else um, might provide- synergize well with like a quick effect dump during your opponent's turn, but... Oh, yeah. Like a quick effect dump to protect... Mm. But, but in the- again, it activates on a new chain, so you've got to make sure that you Exactly. You're- and in that case, if you're playing Shadows, there are better cards to dump. Um, yeah, and I'm not making a wind to go for a yeah, wind fusion. Um, doesn't so. synergize well with um, fiend griefing. It's not a fiend nope. or a dark. I guess dragon shrine is probably the only effective thing it is effective. Like it, works yeah. with dragon's ravine. Obviously, discard to dump. I mean, nice that it's a. It's just an if it is sent to graveyard. There's no field presence required, so this could no, be played. No field presence, not by card effect, not by battle, etc. Mm. So it's you know, like on paper, this reads to me like it's designed to be fused. Mm, um, mm. So it, it maybe opens the door for a thousand dragon retrain as well that actually does something. Oh, agreed, um, absolutely. Thousand dragon of red eyes or whatever. Yeah, thousand dragoon of dark <laughs> red eyes. Now next up is time magus. I can cover this one. We'll bounce back and forth. Level five light spellcaster fusion effect monster with two thousand attack and nineteen hundred defense. Odd stat line. Why not level 2, five two thousand? Um, level five notably is a target for instant fusion so no one's really talking about this card in reference mm, to its mm, summoning mm. Uh, it's time wizard and an effect monster um, so if anyone's ballsy enough to actually run time wizard this is a super poly target um, also could synergize well with uh, fusion release to just summon time wizard as a troll deployment fusion oh, deployment. fusion deployment yeah anyway you're right once per turn if this card was fusion summoned soft uh, you can toss a coin and call it. If you call it right, destroy as many monsters on the field as possible. Sounds familiar. Sounds like time um, wizard. And if you do, inflict damage to your opponent equal to half the combined attack of the face-up destroyed monsters. So that is... That's time wizard. Well, no, that's worse than time wizard. Does time wizard destroy all cards? Time wizards destroy all... I believe it's all monsters. Okay. Hang on, so it doesn't destroy your own monsters if you call it right. Um, but the idea here is that it inflicts the entire damage on your opponent, which... Half the entire damage. Does open the door, considering it can blow up your own monsters for FTK. That's, mm. I think, first people's thought was like, wow, instant fusion and um, a way to spam attack points onto the field. And this can deal easily 8,000 damage to your opponent. You know, you yeah. things like power bond, limited removal mm. Um, mm. could not be easier, to be honest, um, to abuse this card. However... Mm. If you call it wrong, you will FTK yourself um, because it will do the damage to you. So it's worse than Time Wizard unless you feel like being, you know. Unless you really want to rely guy on RNG. That likes to yeah. play an FTK deck. And you know what? That's fine. You. In Good this for format, you. you're not the only one. 
<laughs> Good for you. Okay. Um, next card is Harpy Lady mm. Scratch Clash. This is a level 8 Windwing Beast Synchro Effect Monster, 2614. Uh, generic, so just one tuner and one plus non-tuners. Mm. Um, and so for this card, Synchro Summon, you can treat one Harpy monster you control as a tuner. So synergizing very well with thinking like Ib, the World Chalice just it's, to see it. It's like, Ib-like. It is Ib-like. Um, uh, second effect is hard once per turn. Um, so first effect is this card's name becomes Harpy Lady while it's on the field or engrave. And then if a spell trap or f- card or effect is activated, uh, you can quick effect target a monster your opponent controls or a harpy you control and bounce it to the hand. Mm. So I was talking about this yesterday. This synergizes really well with obviously um, Harpy's Hunting Ground because every time you summon a harpy, you have to destroy a spell trap on the field. Like it's a it's a mm. mandatory effect and quite often you just blow up your own field spell, um, which is a shame. So this kind of interestingly synergizes with it so that you are still kind of getting an effect out of your field spell, even if there is no spell traps to destroy. Um, I think the fact it's generic is really interesting because obviously it's, uh, you know, you can splash into anything that's level eight based and the fact that it's just a spell trap or effect is activated. Mm. So you can target a monster to bounce it back or like if they're trying to, you know, protect it or um, if you're trying to imperm a card, you can chain to bounce a card that your opponent controls. It's a bit more of a balance. Um, what I want to know, and you might know more about this than me, is mm. um, what is the activation requirement for Harpy's Feather Storm? So the activation requirement is that I believe it's just if you control a Harpy monster. It's either that or a Winged Wind Beast. So what I'm just... thinking is, could you, uh, through the means of like Trap Trick or um, just by playing it, run this in a generic deck as an extra deck, you know, tech option in something like Ad Emancipators. It is just a generic level eight synchro, which yeah. as we know from Ad Emancipators is very easy. The easiest thing to summon in the world. And if it gives you the opportunity to run um essentially an in hand what a hand trap VFD. Yeah, I mean so the effect of Harpy's Feather Storm is, is just if you control a winged wind beast monster until the end of this turn, negate any monster effects your opponent activates. Period. Um, like forever. Yeah. That's the entire turn. So And then obviously if you control a harpy monster, you can activate this card from your hand. So it's a quick effect. It's a that, hand trap. That's what I'm thinking is if you summon this card out, um, instead of like a borrowed Savage Dragon, it doesn't turn off if Dark Ruler No More happens. You could leave this no. on the field and if you can get to a copy of um Harpy's Featherstorm, this might be a jank combo, but to me it sounds nuts. That's a hand trap, Dark Ruler No More back at your opponent back at your opponent yeah it's pretty with it's, upside yeah so the fact that you can just activate it from hand it's i i think pretty, this card's pretty nuts yeah i think it's a really effective card i think it's a really nice uh level as well obviously synergizes really well with harpies being able to um special out level four so it's quite easy to go into a level eight synchro quite mm-hmm. quickly mm-hmm. that's sort of their thing right they can spam because yeah. they even run the normals i believe uh no you don't run the normals you run the, the harpy you run harpy lady one because she's the attack modulation yeah um, and I think yep. maybe you can run a Cyber Harpy, but the thing is with Harpy Ladies is that because Harpy Ladies 1 through 3 Cyber ha- and Cyber Harpy Lady say that they're always treated as Harpy Lady, um, you can only run three total of all those cards, not three of each. Because the way of it's, cause it's ruled. Oh, yeah. People saying um, the Synchro is better too because a lot of the Harpy cards require level 5 or higher Harpies, which used to be Sisters. Which is not good. Not it. Um, yeah, I mean, and I remember, like, you like prior to that, you would be doing things like pumping out, um, like Harpy Channeler to go into um, Harpy's like Harpy's Pet Dragon, and then from there you could have a higher attack level monster, a higher attack monster. But yeah, you're absolutely um, right. It does mean that it can. It's super interesting. I'd yeah. love to see the builds that come out of this. Oh, me too. Yeah, definitely have to play around with this one. I'm pre- very much considering yeah. playing Harpies. I think it's a really effective and deck. The, and the last card, I think these are all very cool cards. Mm. I'm just going to say mm. that out the gate. Mm. I think these are really exciting. And the artwork as well is just, it's just gold. It's all really good. You know, yeah. The Harpy Lady just is a Harpy Lady. Jinzo's just Jinzo. So the last card is Jinzo Dash Layer. Mm-hmm. Um, which sounds about right. That sounds like a Jinzo name to me. Well, obviously, play on the fact that it's a Xyz monster. And, so. and, and what I'm liking here too is they're really mixing up where these cards go. Like Jinzo has historically been just like a spell trap troll deck mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. with things like, you know, mind amplification devices or the thing that kind of makes Jinzo one-sided or mm-hmm. it's not a very good card anymore. But this is an extra deck monster for Jinzo yeah. um, that is generic but you know synergizes well with the idea of spamming out multiple jinzos 
mm. and turning mm. them into one sort of super Jinzo. Yeah. Um, though he doesn't do anything. On your opponent's that, turn. That Jinzo does, mm. kind of. Mm. So, mm. it's a level six, uh, rank six, generic Xyz monster. Yep, so Dark Machine. With two once per turn effects. The first one... Sorry. Cut that out. <laughs> the first one is uh, essentially a big eye effect, uh, but a little bit worse. But obviously a, a rank six is better than a rank seven in most mm, cases. Mm. Uh, but it's attached material, then take one of your opponent's monsters. But it cannot activate effects or attack. It does target. Yeah. So uh, to what we were talking about is it's kind of just like mind control. It's like mind control on a rank six. Which is nuts. Because mind, mind control, control is, is at nuts. One. Mind control is at one. Um, and yeah, you can, you know, tribute it, link it. You know, synchro with it. Yeah, you're with not it. restricted. There's to... no restrictions. Um, I think Big Eye is a better effect, but obviously, like we said, the stat line, the the rank seven requirement. It's a wee bit harder because obviously Dragon Rulers are still banned. So yeah, it was basically Dragon Rulers and, and Sylvans were the only decks that could reliably just pump out level seven. Level sevens, yeah. So yeah, this is really cool, and um, I think a lot of decks are gonna play this card. Dead ass, like if you can. If you can make a rank six. Out, yeah, if you can spam out rank sixes, doesn't hurt that it's a dark machine. No. Nope. Just going to put that out there as well. Uh, and then the second effect, if a trap is on the field, which means face up, um, you contribute one monster in if you do destroy a face up card on the field. So obviously designed to synergize with his first effect, mm. Mm. but also another generic card. Um, probably quite nice for outing particular floodgates, um, considering the fact that uh, if you were playing Jinzo anyway, you might be negating stuff. But in this case, this is a generic option um, that you can go into with two level sixes that would take care of things like summon limit. There can be only one. Yeah, exactly. Like it's, all it's, these continuous trap floods. It's gets. got a lot of, I think this card will see a lot of play um, when a, like a level six deck becomes strong again. Uh, Ricker. Doesn't say dark plant love. Yeah, gosh. gosh <laughs> if, God. if, um. I don't know if Astrograph comes back and you can just spam out Chronograph and Pendulum Summon and stuff like that. Maybe they can summon a lot of level sixes. Not this. But I don't <laughs> see a lot of other decks currently running. Um, easy to summon level six cards. We could be wrong. Obviously, let yeah, us know. That's true. Um, but yeah, to me, not right now, but very soon. I yeah. think very soon will this Jinzo Layup card be um, effective. So what are you thinking is probably the most like impactful out of these four new cards that have got announced Honestly, I think the Harpy card, because that deck is, um, for anyone who hasn't played against it, a trip. Like, mm. when you read some of those cards, you just kind of sit back and go, huh. Oh, that's what it does, huh? They saw fit to, uh, okay, interesting. Harpy's Featherstorm also lists Harpy's Feather Duster, uh, which is hilarious because the card has been banned for years. I know. Um, Bring it back to one. Kind if of it comes back to one, that deck is poised to be very rat, effective, actually, yeah. <laughs> because searching Harpy's Feather Duster is not bad. Mm, um, at people, all. people complaining that it's hard to actually search Featherstorm itself, but you know. It isn't actually, funnily enough, because you can search off Hysteric Sign or I believe even Harpy Perfumer. Interesting. So, Hysteric Sign's a really, obviously, really effective card. So, um, keep your eyes on that one, people. Yeah. I think that's going to be a really effective card. Next is Mech Lords. Yeah, moving back down the meta. No. Um, shockingly, oh. from a time, well, a time Wizard retrain, mm. uh, this is somehow less meta. Uh, you want to go off on Mech Lords, Ruben, or you want to just leave I it I don't want to go off on Mech Lords. Okay. I mean, we can just give the TLDR, and it's just an effective way of sucking Synchro Monsters. Like, that's that's it. That's literally It's kind of garbage. Like, I'm it's, sure there are some really fans of Mech Lords out there, but I watched some replays of this, and you're and I'm just sorry using these cards to turbo into, you know... Their new boss monster. Yeah, a level 10 Dark Machine. People are just using that as material... I mean, like, the, the low levels are good, but it just reminds me of the Sacred Beast structure deck. Like, oh, we printed these extremely, you know, niche and particular cards that have no actual meta relevance. But we're um, going to give them a really good continuous spell. Yeah, so. it's like with Yuria and Hamon, like, with the structure, um, the Sacred Phantom Beast things. Yeah. Like, no one's ever going to summon those cards. Just period. So the only way you can make them playable is by printing cards that say ignoring, ignoring summoning, summoning conditions, condition. which in my head unlike what we talked about with Thunder Dragon and Harpies, really sucks the the magic out of those cards and just turns them into these kind of meat bags that you throw onto the field. Um, Sacred Beasts, for sure, just like, you know, you're never going to actually use their effects. You're never going to actually summon them properly. You barely even use Armatile. Um, no. They printed like a, a super nuts fusion spell for the archetype. 
That's I don't know. Just I feel fine. like the support always kind of just hits me wrong. And it's almost like I would rather they just make mech lords into a more effective version of their weird play style. Absolutely. Than As relying opposed to just on relying on continuous spells to just normal turbo out. Yeah. yeah. So nah. mech lords um, could be wrong, but honestly, just seeing nothing coming out of this deck. Nothing sparking joy. Um, um, some product news. Yeah, so this is not too... This isn't... We haven't had too much on this one. So we're going to be talking about just really quickly the Legendary Duelist uh, Season 1 collection. So this is the uh, set that's uh, giving a reprint to the original Legendary Duelist and then LED2 Ancient Millennium. Um, Nothing too crazy, uh, but the most notable thing is that if you do take a look at the product image, you can see the alternate artwork of Red Eyes Darkness Metal Dragon. Just on, just over on that very side ah, box yeah, there. There it is. Um, obviously, you can also see lots of tunes, which is really awesome because obviously they're going to be reprinting tunes and giving us tune chaos a bit. Yeah, it's very heavy on the tune, actually. Yeah, I'm excited, but obviously, what got people talking the most is the fact that the alternative artwork is in the season one. So people are thinking that we are going to be receiving er- the errata very soon. Mm. I would say. Um, and this obviously impacts the meta a wee bit. Rocket Link is still a very effective deck, and Red Eyes Darkness Metal Dragon is a nuts card. Yeah, I well, I don't get it, man. Like, I get why people are upset that erratas happen. I mm. get why, um, in this specific case, people would almost rather it be banned because it just does mess with the legacy of a card. Yeah, um, and it doesn't really address the issues. It just kind of turns the card into either an unplayable mess or. You know, and nerfed. A, a nerfed version that isn't quite as fun. Um, mm. But in Red Eyes Darkness Metal Dragon's case, the thing people are complaining about is is adding a once per turn clause. And while I get that the card is great as a not once per turn card... That was the problem with the card. I don't think non-once per turn easily recurrable cards should be a meta thing in Yu-Gi-Oh. I think hard once per turns in the current format and the way Yu-Gi-Oh plays are just a necessity, right? Mm. Mm. And... Mm. I don't complain about necessary changes to cards. And in this case, you're still going to run Red Eyes Darkness Metal Dragon. Because it's nuts. It's still it's really a good. really good effect. Um, so, it's yeah, just... I, the Eradas, the, the I mean, yeah, you could be all against Eradas in general. And I would, yeah. I would listen to that argument because, yeah, I agree. I think, you know. It hurts. Like, you think of a really amazing card, like, um, obviously, the huge one would have been Sinister Serpent. Like, wow, did they make that card so bad it's not even funny. Exactly. Um, and, and then you think of, like, potential timelines um, where they gave this treatment to Elemental Hero Stratos. Yeah. You know, that card was renowned for not being once per turn. That's why it was banned. Banned. Um, and came back and, and just made heroes playable. And, and it could have easily... Um, instead of been addressed by, okay, we've eroded Stratos to be once per turn. Yeah. And in that case, it would have been just devastating. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. I can't even imagine what it would be like to play against you with Stratos as a hard once per turn. I think that would just be devastating to every single legacy hero player that's ever been out there. Yeah. I mean, it wouldn't even... Yeah. So, I, I get the feeling, right? Because it wouldn't even, like, necessarily break the deck. You kind of only use them once per turn unless you're going absolute nuts. But or no, you use them twice. The whole point is that you use it twice. You LP it out and then you pissed it back. Oh, I'm talking about Stratos. But yes, oh, Stratos. Red Eyes, yeah, Darkness, yeah. Metal Dragon, it is for sure the linear play. Um, but then again, when I look at Rocket Link, and um, shout outs to Rev's cards on YouTube for also addressing this um, in his build, you look at Dragon Link now and it is a a strange kind of... It's um, just, yeah, an amalgamation of good stuff, to be honest, at this point. It's lost its identity. And I think Red Eyes, Darkness, Metal Dragon maybe still holds some of that identity for people. Um, but certainly isn't used for its intended purpose. It's it's mainly just used um, for recursive LP pisty mm. shenanigans mm. as opposed to, you know, just summoning cool stuff from the deck, which I think is what dragons kind of always were about, is turboing out just cool-ass monsters. Yeah. So here we are talking about this uh, Legendary Duelist thing. So I'm excited to see what else they're going to reprint. Obviously, uh, it's a caveat to the Legendary Duelist. We did see Secret Rare Toon Kingdom jump to 90 US dollars a card. Yeah, it's nuts. It's stupid. Don't buy this card. It's 100 US dollars right now. I think there's shenanigans at play. But oh, I thought Mama, that about Elvish too. And then he leveled out. So well, He never leveled out. He just. That's what I mean. I thought it was going to go back down. No, Dave. She, to me, leveling stayed. out was going back to 90 US a card, but apparently... Apparently it's 130. Apparently not. Apparently um, not. So... Sell your, sell your Toon Kingdoms, folks. Sell your if secrets you've got if them. you... Sell your rares. Sell your rares. It's going to... It's a I mean, 25 look how many tunes are, are Look how many tunes are on this box. 
this card was in the set as a rare. We've already had confirmation that um, many of the chase cards are being reprinted at secret, and there's a good chance that it will be reprinted at secret here too. Mm. So, keep so hold your coin, folks. Hold your coin, gals. Get secure the bag. That's all we're gonna say. Um, and red eyes dark with middle dragon once per turn as it should be. Maybe I'm wrong with that. Maybe maybe people come at me for saying that, but I just I think it's fine. I think yeah 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 yeah. yeah. I think in this case. You are hurting a legacy card, but, well, I don't know. Maybe ban it. I don't know. Ban ban it instead of Arada. I won't mind. Do I one of mind. the two because it has to happen. It has to happen. That card's a problem. The thing is that it will never be at three while it has a once put, while it has a soft effect. So Yeah, it'd be interesting if it came back. So be it. Um, Next piece of news is the Dragons of Legend, the complete series. Mm. So this is obviously actually, funnily enough, tying in very well with the... um. Uh, the legendary duelist season one is that it, they're again kind of doing this amalgamation of past sets mm. into one. Um, I've seen people talk about this. No one's excited. I think this set well, kind of I mean, sucks. To be honest, there's not much in it that's good. Like all you're yeah. going to be excited for what is maybe the, the Blackwing stuff that came out in Dragons of Legend one. Yeah. Um, notably, Steam the Cloak. Um, uh, Dragon's Legend 2 was all the toon stuff and I'm sure you're not going to be jump- bending over backwards to pick up Prediction Princess. Um, mm. um, and Prediction Princess. Shut up. Yeah. Flip effects for the win as uh, we would know. <laughs> uh, gurus. Um, and Dragon's of Legend 3 Unleashed was just a whole bunch was literally just dragon stuff. Like yeah. notable things obviously like Numeron Dragon, Galaxy Eyes, Cypher Dragon. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's, eh. it's, it's, it's a it's lot of fine. sets. It's good they're putting it all into one. Um, they're not just like going to dole it out like Legendary Duelist, which was actually kind of good. Um, they're just going like, eh. Here's all the cards that we know you guys really want to play, but it's been years since we printed them. So here they are again. Yeah. Like, Galaxy Eyes really Cypher kind of Dragon. It seems like. Is probably the only card I think that needs to come out of this set. Oh, I think Numeron Dragon. I think Numeron Dragon. Yeah. That's a good one. And um, I think lots of the other toon support, depending on what gets reprinted in yeah, uh, the, yeah, 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 yeah. The, those sets. And um, but these are like sister sets. Honestly, the stuff in this set should have just been wrapped up into the the legendary duel of season one it's kind of just kind of shady to put them in two different reprint sets i'm starting to feel like um this is going to burn out like this is going to be a quick money maker that everyone likes for a minute and then all of a sudden people are sick of again um and the only notable card that's really getting people excited is the um is the uh alternative artwork of dark magician girl the dragon knight which was seen in the was it the rarity collection? Yeah, for Japan. the OCG, everyone wanted it. Everyone wanted it, um, and we obviously were like, "Well, when Dolovano got announced and it had the alternate artworks that were listed in the rarity collection, it's like, okay, cool, mm-hmm. we're gonna get Dark Magician, Girl the Dragon Knight." We didn't get Dark Magician, Girl the Dragon Knight, but now we are. Yeah. So, speaking of Dark Magician, Girl alternate arts, yes, uh, probably I would say the most excited, the thing I'm most excited for. Um, is the second wave of lost art promos. Mm. Um, wow. What a moment. Boobs is out. Boobs is out. I never out. thought this would happen. And Thighs I'm not like, is out. I'm not like out here complaining about censorship or art changes or the fact they put clothes on female characters. It's, it's whatever. Like, mm. I get why mm. they do it. Um, but wow. I did not see I this coming. I never thought that lost art would give us... Boobs. Retrains of characters with less clothing on. Because to yeah. me... Religious symbolism and um, violence and stuff like that, guns, knives, etc., were all these kind of holdover, like, 90s era, you know, yeah. like metal music is going to turn kids to the devil and commit shootings. And, you know, like, there was a lot of talk about um, violence in video games, a lot of talk about violence in movies being bad. And oh. I can see why that would scare a company like Konami into thinking, well, crap, this is a kid's game. We need to make sure that, you know, it's a- according to those guidelines. Mm, mm, mm. Um, but, the, but the titty thing, the kind of, you know... Well, this is also, again, like, a, it was just, we saw this happen quite mm-hmm. early on with the TCG, uh, at the t- at the time would have been, like, Upper Deck or Shonen Jump, is um they would alter the artworks. Exactly. Of, of cards. And often the Harpy cards, especially, oh my God. were so poorly altered because they would just paint the skin a color and be like, it's a bodysuit. Yep. And you're like, why does this bodysuit have no detailing or texture? Or, and the answer is because it was not. A bodysuit. It was not bodysuit. Um, so what we- weirds me out, and I just want to just because it's it is weird to me, mm. is that the values that are represented by, sen- you know, kind of changing the artwork here, not censoring, but changing the artwork, um, haven't changed. <laughs> like 
nudity and ex- you know exposed skin is still like a super super dicey thing in yes. places like America. We, I mean, even like if we even go like to more recent sets, I didn't realize that Mardell was altered. No, Appaloosa has been altered. Appaloosa was altered. I knew that. Celine was altered. Like these cards still get changes put on them and often quite minor. Like a lot of the time it's just- It's literally just a piece up on above the yeah, deck. Yeah, the line is gone, yeah. which again, like who cares? Like it's the art is the same. Wild. Wild. But, so we've got yeah. seven new lost art promos. So obviously we're still waiting for the first wave to finish. So yeah. those cards are Edge Imp. Uh, Sabres, we have Foolish Burial, we've got uh, Gustav Max, and we have um, oh God, Tribute Offerings to the Doomed. Yeah. Bangers. Um, Absolute bangers. Amazing cards. So, for the next batch, we have another seven cards. Um, so, we have Tragedy, with its original artwork being the guillotine. Yeah. Um, now, this is a bit of a contentious one, because I, to be honest, I prefer Tragedy's the, awesome. I, I love both arts. I love both arts. Um, we've got Ghost Sister and Spooky Dogwood, which I didn't realize was eroded. No, because she's altered. wearing it. To me, she's wearing a nun's habit. Yeah. And, I, like, the the only change they made was they took the hood off. Which... They just took the... the uh, I think that is actually the habit. Well, I think as far as I'm aware, you know, me expert on religion that I am, that that is probably the more sacred part of the gown. I feel oh, like absolutely. a black dress is nothing but that the black habit dress, white sleeves, with the yeah. white trim is actually a signal of religious intent. So I think that's the reason that that was changed. Yeah. Uh, next, we've got Harpy Chandler and it's ori- and her original artwork. Well, this is like a this is a quadruplet. It's a yeah, quadruple cards. of cards with alternate artwork. So we've got Harpy Chandler with her original artwork. Uh, Dark Magician Girl with Kazuki with Kazuki Takahashi artwork. Yeah. Harpy Queen with f- lines of fabric on I her know. body. I'm looking at this now and it's like I'm all for it. Me too. But at the same time, like <laughs> it's a lot. The and like is- even I'm looking at Harpy Chandler and Dark Magician Girl. Yeah, it's horny. Like it's definitely horny. Like, but it's tasteful? Yeah. Question mark. Harpy Queen is like Harpy Queen, and I mean, if we just cut to the next card, which is alluring mirror split, she's in there too. Mama, yeah. it is a it is a scent, it is a seam allowance of fabric on I, her like, body. To me, it looks like they just drew her dead ass naked, and, and then, then we're like, well, and then someone came over and was just like, a line, uh, just a line, can and we they just were like, get our clothe on can this we get girl? a single piece of um, cloth. But I mean, like you know, out, all for it outside of the context of like some fucking horny dudes are going to pick these up and, and I don't like that because I have to touch their cards Not sometimes. This. But outside of that, I mean, it's it's kind of cool in like I an almost I think punk kind of way that this is just like a kid's card game and they're just like, nah, man, she nude. It's a harpy. It's what a harpy. Do about and it? that's the whole point. Like thematically, I guess that's probably what people would justify as that harpies as, yeah. a, as a theme and as a like a historical and mythological creature. Yeah. That was their job. They were supposed to be enticing and they would yeah. kill you. So I think, I think the main issue I, I have with the cards, because obviously, you know, they are quite explicit, is the fact <laughs> it's, it's very, you know, there's a male gaze on them. There like, is a male gaze They on aren't them. empowered in their nudity. They're very much on display. Yes. Um, in an anime kind of sense. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, but I think there's a reclamation of that too. I think like outside of the context of this art, well, we don't know who drew it actually could have been drawn by women, but you know, this art have no clue. predominantly drawn by men that is um, very kind of showy uh, is, you know, a, leaves a bit mm. of a bad taste. Mm. However, I also think that like, as you know, a sort of fan of drag and a fan of kind of, you know, the evolution of um, the exploration of sexuality that like, I kind of get into this stuff, you know? I think it's really cool. I think cool. it's I, it, it's interesting and also sh- doesn't shy away from the fact that sexuality does exist. This might be a bit deep for a Yu-Gi-Oh card with titties yeah, on it, but, but you like, know. you know, this is kind of how I feel. Like, I like the evolution towards, um, you know, kind of owning this shit. And- yeah, I love it. I'm I'm so here for these Lost Arts coming out. And then, like I said, we've got the other one, which is Alluring Mirror Split. Yeah. And then finally... Fright for Leo. Fright for Leo, which I had never, I'd never seen that before. Fix my... Manzas. They look so bad. Frifers, having never looked at them like super closely, look like garbage, man. Because of these sent like these are actual I wouldn't say censorships again, but like bastardizations of art, absolute travesties of artistic intent. I mean, yeah. They just put the Photoshop glow filter all over these cards and it looks yeah. so bad so looking at these new lost arts I'm, I'm just like please give us the rest of the fright please first. honestly i think they should just release like a whole collection of like lost of lost fright first i honestly think they it's should. the worst ones it's- like as much as I'm, I'm all for the boobs is out yeah like the fright are a problem 
Absolutely. You know? Like, they need to be fixed. <laughs> All right. Anyway, moving on. Um, there's one more, one more piece of news that I think took everyone by surprise. Yeah. Uh, so, so this yeah, was this uh, like a like a fizzle and a bang. Um, yeah. Like it was kind of like, a, oh, this is nothing, and then everyone's like, wow, okay, just kidding. Um, I'm sorry, child. Um, no, that's market price. Yeah, no, that's fine. But you've got the food bus, so we don't have to worry about that one. Mm. Um, so speaking of the card that we were just talking about, actually, was uh, if was S zero Utopic Zexal, which funnily enough coincides really well yeah, with I'm these new cards. Literally buying it right now. Yeah. Um, as we speak on the podcast, because yeah, reading this stuff again, I'm excited. I'm tentatively um, sort of aroused by the stupidity I mean, of this format coming up. Yeah, it's, it's kind of wild. So I guess I'll let you take the lead on this because okay, you're the one okay. that will actually be playing this degeneracy. Oh my God. So they <laughs> announced the final number monsters, mm-hmm. one through four, and it legitimately doesn't matter what they do um, because they're number monsters. And that's very important. Remember that for later. They also printed a field spell that I have not read. <laughs> I've only watched in replays, but it seems to summon four yes. Xyz monsters from the extra deck no, for this free. Is, this is the continuous spell. That's the continuous spell. Yeah, but the field spell searches the continuous very spell. Good. Yeah, um, good. Regardless, so the combo is you get this continuous spell, whatever it is, however it works, who mm-hmm. cares? It summons four number monsters from the deck, and then you have one of two directions you can go. Um, either a new piece of support exceeds that banishes the entire field immediately upon summon, or number SO Utopic Zexal, which is probably one of the most broken cards ever printed, never intended to actually be played, and the reason that Argent Chaos Horse is banned yes. um, due to its recursive ability to summon a good Chaos Exceeds monster and then also summon Utopic Zexal. I mean, that card is not, you know, that good if this card doesn't exist. Utopic Zexal's effect is your opponent cannot activate cards for this turn. Uh, quick effect. Yeah, feral. And the summoning requirement is three number monsters with different ranks. So, never intended to be actually summoned. Um, but these new number monsters, specifically Numeron... What is it? Uh, number C1... No, number one, Numeron Gate. Number two, Numeron Gate. Number three, Numeron Gate. And number four, Numeron Gate. They all do the same thing. Uh, all the regular ones do. Yeah, they just double attack and stuff like that. It doesn't matter. Um, are all number monsters with different ranks. You can summon Utopic, Zexal, etc. So that was the first thing people realized. Yeah. Um, which is that wild. and Memories of Hope, which is a card that draws you um, to the equivalent of the number of Xyz monsters. Number, number of Xyz, Xyz monsters, monsters you control. So out the gate, you have um, an absolute breakdown card that just stops the format and a draw four. So mm. not bad. Um, and then people realized that, um, well, you know what else is a deck that can pretty much just run a field spell? Generators. Mm. And we see one of the most disgusting things I have ever seen, which is a draw step summon of an Omni Negate to prevent an Imperm on Utopic Zexal. Huh. Yeah. That's, that's, From deck. That's... Or if you don't fear that, just summon Utgard. And have a non-targeting banish to deal with your opponent's normal summon because they can't activate cards yeah. the turn that Utopic Zexal is summoned. Um, yeah, it's gross. And these cards are... I mean, so I don't know what's going to gonna get banned first. Utopic Zexal, this field spell. Memories of hope. <laughs> yeah, I think... Oh, my God. Konami just just trolling with this one at this point. Um, so this is And so this is coming out in the Collection Pack 20. So for us, this will be our Battles of Legend Armageddon. Yeah, um, which we already got um, some we weird have, kind of Numeron support, right? Well, no, we only it only showed the the, the photos. The, of the cover card is what got shown. Oh, okay. Um, so yeah. we, we don't actually know what's what else is going to be in this. Oh, no, we do. It's Fossils. Yeah. Uh, the Numeron stuff. And Probably Neos uh, Kluger. Appliances. Oh, yeah, appliances. Hey, um, you never know. Maybe they'll get a broken field spell too. You know what? At this point, I'm not holding it against them. <laughs> um, so, yeah, this pretty degenerate, I'm not going to lie. It's a pretty wild... Oh, you broke your rubber band. I broke my rubber band. You cooked it, girl. <laughs> um, so, this is pretty, pretty insane. Uh, it's so easy to do. You just need a way to get the field spell and the mm-hmm. continuous and the continuous spell. And that's it. Maybe they'll ban terraforming. 
No, <laughs> it's it's just like Rhoda. Like it's it's a it's an amazing one off. Yeah. Like it's it's one of those cards that you just put into a deck. You go, well, I have a field spell, so I'm just going to search it. Um, so I guess we'll see what this card does. I have no regard for like anything else apart from the field spell and the continuous spell because all you need to do is just dedicate six extra deck slots. So no one ever thought summoning four Xyz monsters was bad, right? Does it even lock you into anything? I need to check. I don't think so. I think you just... Yeah, no. During a main phase, you can send... So the field one. spell, send a Numeron normal spell that meets its activation from deck to grave, and it copies the effect. So the whole point is that you have the field spell, you dump calling... Oh, cool. It just says you can only normal or special summon once for the rest of the turn. Fun. <laughs> well, I guess I'm just going to be special summoning S0. Um, oh, God. Yeah, Infinitrack Megaclops is shook. Yeah, this is this is not it. This 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 ain't it. This is not it. Not this. God, but that's it for news. I mean, it's a long. It was a long news episode, but I mean, it was a. It's two weeks. There's a lot of news. I know we've got so much to talk about. Heaps of things to discuss, and obviously, we're still super excited for to see how things come back. Like what's. Like what the actual like society is going to come back to? What our card? <laughs> yeah. yeah. What if our, there's a society to come back to after I know. all of this. What our what our locals can scene is going to be? Um, I guess any final thoughts? Any hopes and wishes? Um, invest in Toon Kingdoms if you already had them. Buy <laughs> buy Starlight. Yeah, buy Lucis. Starlight Res. That's why not, guys. This is a Post-financial crash, you're going to need something worth money, and we might as yeah. well use Starlight Appaloosas as currency. Absolutely. A one Starlight Appaloosa per, for a house, please. Thank you very much. Um, <laughs> Lisa, may I have some food? No, but you can I can't eat this Starlight. cardboard. I can't eat this cardboard. Um, well, that's all for today. Yeah. Um, thank you so much for listening. Um, and we'll be back very soon, obviously, to discuss so much more. Well, there's stuff happening now. So, so we can make a podcast on. again. I know. Thank goodness. Thank, <laughs> thank goodness. Okay. Well, my name's been my name's Ruben. I'm Lucas, and this has been another episode of The, the Face Downs. Downs.